Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 10th, 2019. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm still offended by selling. Holder of last resort. Don't scam yourself. Okay. Hello, my elite friends. Check out all the links below. Disruptmeister.com. Watch all my old videos. Follow me on Twitter. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Yeah, I've been busy a lot lately. I haven't been able to tweet that much these last few days. Tomorrow, I should be like standing at this computer all day, just wrapping up everything before I leave Baltimore on third early Thursday morning. And then Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Los Angeles time, I'll be in Tucson. I'll be interviewing Trace Mayer on this very show. All right. So, and this week in Bitcoin will be uh, 2 p.m. Los Angeles time on Friday. BTC Benny will be on Jeet and a magnificent third guest of so, some sort. Oh, yeah. If you're one of my elite friends out there, you know what to do. Pound that like button to just get this thing started. If you're watching this live, type in Bitcoin Meister or send a super chat. I will answer your questions. First off, in the links below is uh, that famous, well, not famous, but a, a cool clip of me talking about the Mike Hearn rage quit back in 2016. Yeah, I mentioned it before. A lot of people retweeted it. You can watch it right now and retweet it. That's how you spread the word. That's how you support the show. Retweet my tweets of old shows from 2016, almost four years old. Uh, and I had a strong hand back then. I wasn't worried about uh, Mike Hearn. I bought two Bitcoin. Uh, when Mike Hearn had his, uh, and I paid what less uh, less than four hundred, it was three hundred ninety a piece for each Bitcoin. When Mike uh, Hearn had his rage quit, so we talked about this a few days ago. Wanted to remind everyone. Oh yeah, it is late at night, but conviction keeps me going, baby, and keeps these shows popping out. Yeah, disruptmeister.com. Over fifteen hundred uh, of my shows there that I've been on or created, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So let's talk about Kraken. Kraken has a post about KeepKey. Uh-oh. Now, KeepKey's been uh, selling their KeepKeys for like $5 lately at various events. People have been telling me about this. And maybe this is part of the reason why. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll get both sides of the story here. Kraken Labs has found a way to extract seeds from a KeepKey cryptocurrency hardware wallet. All that is required is physical access to the wallet for about 15 minutes. And in their description, it's linked to below. It looks like it's kind of complicated. I mean, it looks like you need a special tool. You got to be technically sophisticated. Uh, 15 minutes seems pretty fast. And they say they told, uh, they, they told Shapeshift, uh, which owns KeepKey, about this back in September. So three months ago. Now, one thing they also mentioned is if you have the passphrase protecting your recovery seed, your BIP39 passphrase, which I think they kind of implied was hard to implement on the keep key. Uh, I, I don't actually have a keep key um, on me right now. And well, if you have the BIP39 passphrase, 
this does not apply. So there you go. There's something right there. Well, Shapeshift replied. Again, the Shapeshift owns uh, the Keep Key. And I've, I've never, uh, you know, I always say Trezor, Ledger. I always say, then I say Digital Bitbox. I don't, I never liked Keep Key because Voorhees, I mean, he's a smart guy. He was, he liked uh, Bitcoin 2X. He later came back. I wasn't a fan of his for a time. So during, and during that time period, I was recommending hardware wallets. And I, I, and I was telling people not to use keep key. I was telling people not to use shapeshift because I, I didn't want to support, uh, his Bitcoin two X, uh, stance, which has, he, I think he has admitted he was wrong about that. But anyway, with all that in mind, they say that in, in their blog post that, uh, they had already talked about it. Uh, back in the summer at some point. And again, they say enable your BIP39 passphrase and just don't lose your, if you physically keep your keep key, you'll be cool. Just they say maintain best practices. And uh, yeah, so I mean, the major argument here is, and they say it doesn't take 15 minutes to pull this thing off, that it's it's much more complex. Don't lose your keep key, dudes, and uh, <laughs> and have a uh, passphrase, and I think you'll be cool. Hey, but uh, you just don't have a uh, one hardware wallet either. How about that? And I happen to be wearing my Crypto HW wallet shirt now too. Coincidentally, I got this from the great people over there. I used to have an affiliate code. I still I have not gotten an affiliate code with them again. Uh, their boss is a, is a good guy, I've, Joseph. I've hung out with him before. He sold them all over there. And right now, people aren't buying anything <laughs> because new people aren't coming into the space. They're just not retail investment. We talked about this yesterday, but one of the sure signs of that is when a lot of people were coming in back in 2017, man, everybody was buying a Trezor, a Ledger, Keep Key, Digital Bits Box, Bitbox, <laughs> down that like button. And uh, yeah, now no one's buying anything, <laughs> apparently. Okay, moving on. Vinny Lingham retweeted this tweet without comment. And I haven't seen anybody else mention this, but Mark Cuban says no chance. So this is where I found out about it because of Vinny. I don't know what point Vinny was trying to prove here. I don't think he was saying he agreed with Mark Cuban. I hope not. But Mark Cuban brings up some interesting points about Bitcoin and some bad points too that make no sense. He says, no chance for Bitcoin to become a reliable currency. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, reliable, that, that's a little bit of a qualification. He can, uh, he can go back one day and kind of change his mind and say, well, I said reliable currency. Uh, he says, and it's in Forbes, of course. Well, not of course. Forbes is known for some negative Bitcoin uh, articles. He says, not just, not because it can't work technically, Although there are challenges, it could, but rather because it's too difficult to use. Now, I will say right now it is, it's hard to use. I'm not denying that, but does that doesn't mean it's always going to be too difficult to use. Why, why was he a short-term thinker here? Long-term thinking, Mark. Too easy to hack. Too easy to hack. Now that is pure FUD on that dude's part, man. Dude, that that's absolutely wrong. What, what, I, I want more information there. What are you talking about, Mark? Are you just spouting out nonsense that you hear 
You, are you confused about exchanges getting hacked and Bitcoin getting hacked? Very interesting. Too easy to hack. Way too easy to lose. Now, it is easy to lose. It is easy to lose your private key. That That is true. That is true. But hey, personal responsibility is new counterculture. So that's a valid point. And people are working on ways. So it's not easy to lose. Like uh, they're keep key. They're working on ways, aren't they? Yeah. Well, you, you get my point. Their hardware wallets working on that. Uh, and what are they? he says, too hard to understand. Well, right now, for some people, it is hard to understand. The internet was really hard to understand at, at some point too. Uh, too hard to assess a value. Now, again, I, I don't know what the heck he's talking about there. There's so many exchanges out there. The price discovery is there, dude. Uh, the, the value is being assessed, okay? Uh, do you mean there's volatility? Yeah, there, there's volatility. I don't know what you mean by that. Maybe, again, you're just repeating some FUD talking points. Uh, the, the billionaire also pointed out the vast number of other rival crypto assets available, adding that it is too much work for people to know why Bitcoin over everything else. No, it, that that's not... Just because there's a, a lot of competitors, it's got the first mover advantage. Why Bitcoin over everything else? It's uh, the most decentralized of all of them. It doesn't have a leader that can be arrested and thrown in jail. How about that? That's a pretty simple explanation there. But but you know it's very interesting that he brings up there there uh, there are a number of other rival crypto assets available because Cuban has not shied away from commenting on cryptocurrencies in the past, including his reference to Bitcoin as a bubble in 2017, as well as even taking part in an initial coin offering for Unico Gold, Unico in Gold, a crypto asset associated with online sports betting operation Unicorn, according to Coindesk Post. So, okay, apparently he was involved with an ICO once. Okay, so I mean, dude, you, you're no crypto expert if you were involved with something called unicorn gold or something. I don't even know what the heck that was called there, man. Uh, but everybody makes mistakes. Everybody can learn. And uh, who knows? Maybe there's some ulterior motives for uh, fudding Bitcoin. Per I mean, maybe he wants to have his own crypto. I mean, he wants maybe he wants to be like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and have his own uh, cryptocurrency one day. Who knows? I, I It would not shock me in the least if Mark Cuban comes up with his own... Uh, his own Libra type of uh, project. But I just don't want people, you know, that a lot of people are cheering, oh, Mark Cuban doesn't like Bitcoin. Don't pedestal the dude. He clear clearly from this comment of his, he is, there's some, he's blindly repeating some talking points out there. Too easy to hack. I, I don't, that one is, uh, that's whack. Hack is whack. Don't whack, it's hack. Okay, pound. All right, so we've got, Oh, yeah. Oh, I already said that. We're going to talk about Coinbase in one second. Let me just see if there were any questions out there. No, we don't got any. We have. Oh, look, Barefoot Barry, greetings from New Zealand. Dude, I was thinking about you, Barry. I heard about that uh, volcanic eruption down there. It was very tragic. I don't think that was near your part of uh, the country. I believe it was a little north of where you are, from what I recall. I know you're on the South Island, and uh, the volcano was off of the northern part of the South Island. I don't even know now. But I'm glad you're I'm glad you're here, uh Barefoot Barry. I I always like to see New Zealanders in the house. I was in Auckland uh when it was 2015 and I saw it turn 2016 there. So uh yeah it's been four years. I I I landed there on December the 5th, 2015. So wow four years since I landed in Auckland. Okay. 
Beautiful country, beautiful country. Coinbase and uh, Better Business Bureau. I think we got a little bit of overkill here. Uh, now, in, in such a new industry like cryptocurrency, there's going to be a lot of confusion, okay? There's going to be a lot of people that buy stuff, buy Bitcoin, buy altcoins at Coinbase, and they're going to have no idea what the heck they're doing. And they're going to try to send it. They're going to lose it. They're going to uh, send it to a Bcash address when they think it's Bitcoin. And so a lot of people have complained. And this doesn't necessarily mean that Coinbase is a bad company. What it means is that we're in a, a brand new industry and a lot of people get confused. A lot of newbies, that is their gateway to cryptocurrency. And it's clear they're, they're getting confused. So a guy, RA803G, had said, I believe that Coinbase refunded him when he made, he admitted he made a mistake. I think he sent, I, I don't want to, I know you said you made a mistake. I think you sent Bcash to a Bitcoin address over there or, or something you did. And they actually refunded you, even though it was your fault. So they, they tried to be responsible there. But he says, and you think it was because you complained to the Better Business Bureau about them. Now, was that a legitimate complaint that you had? Because it was your fault. Well, I mean, uh, you still wanted your coins back and they had the ability to do so because uh, if you sent it to, they had control of both addresses in other words. So you you could get it back even though it was your, mis your mistake and they did refund you, which was great. But he says, looks like I was exceptionally lucky. I'm, I'm reading this quote from RA803. Coinbase currently has an F rating with the Better Business Bureau and, and is not BBB accredited. The company has received 12, uh, 1,269 complaints in the past three years with 948 related to product or service problems, 191 having to do with billing and collection, 32 due to advertising or sales issues, six related to related to guarantee and warranty problems, and 92 ca categorized as delivery issues. Coinbase has resolved 232 of these complaints to the satisfaction of the users, while 437 complaints either were resolved to the dissatisfaction of the users or did not receive a final response from their from the user. A whopping 600 either did not receive a response from Coinbase or were not resolved by Coinbase. This low response rate is the major factor lowering the company's uh, better business rating. Now, I, I, I'm going to say this again. I'm not the biggest fan of Coinbase in the world. I think it's an easy place for Americans to buy it and just get their Bitcoin off of there. But if people try to do complex things over there, and it, they're going to mess up, and it's going to be their fault, and then they're going to be angry at Coinbase forever and ever when Coinbase can't. I mean, there are people that send their coins off of Coinbase to scam addresses that they somehow were given, and they blame it on Coinbase, and it becomes. And how can Coinbase help you when you're not you you made a mistake? And so I, this is this is a sign of a, a new industry. Uh, and a lot of confusion out there. And at one time, Coinbase did have pretty bad customer service, but I have been told their customer service has improved and that they answer questions quickly now. Who knows? I I, I, I did like that I, you know, RA informed me about this. I had no idea they had so many complaints and had an F with the uh, Better Business Bureau. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know the Better Business Bureau would, could actually prod Coinbase to, to help him out. That, that was very... Uh, in, informative also. I'll say, okay, so Barry, uh, B Barefoot Barry said, I don't listen to the news, so thanks for the heads up. All right, yeah, there was a there was a volcanic eruption in uh, in New Zealand. 
It's fine in summer here. I, Barry is in a very uh, remote location, I believe. I, I remember you told me it was near, kind of near a small city, but not so near. So you're like in the middle of nowhere in New Zealand. I mean, maybe maybe you're some Bitcoin billionaire that's built yourself a, a, some fort there. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> the, supposedly there are a lot of Westerners that, that want to build compounds in New Zealand. That, that's the big rumor. I, I don't, I didn't really see that when I was there, but what do I know? Uh, <laughs> I was just in Auckland. Beautiful place, beautiful place. Uh, all right. So Stel uh, Nick Carter, he warned us about Stellar's airdrop a few months ago, or whenever they came out with their airdrop, that it was a lot of hype, that they were saying there were going to be $300 million, uh, there was going to be $2 billion worth of Stellar given away. Two, 120 million were going to be given away like in 20 different separate giveaways. And Nick said, well, well, hold your horses there. How do you know how much is going to be? How, how, how do you know it's going to be worth that much? They're going to really give away that much? Well, they didn't. This is the end. They're giving away 300 million worth 16 million. Uh, that's it. $16 million compared to $120 million. 300 million stellar compared to 200 billion. So they were hyping it up. They were using it as a, as a marketing tool. They exaggerated quite a bit. Did they know they were going to do this all along? I don't know. It's stellar, dudes. Why even Why even mess with that stuff, man? Okay, but Nick was correct, and I actually brought that up quite quite, quite a while ago uh, that Nick uh, Nick had said that about stellar. Like, well, the headlines they were using were insane. How do you know it was going? How do you know it's going to be worth 120 million? Especially if you're giving away so much of it. Eventually, if you're giving so much of it away, it's going to go down in value. And they didn't even they didn't even get to that point. They didn't want to get to that point. They knew better to give away. I think they were to give away 10 percent of all the stellar. It was some tremendous number. All of a sudden, they're giving it. Away. I don't know. Let them, let them do it. It's Ripple, isn't it? It's like uh, it's the same type of thing. It's this. I don't. Cent, you know, centralized nonsense. But hey, you can do what you want to do. This is where the big boys play. You want to, you want to value your wealth in Stellar? Be my guest. Strong hand Bitcoin, baby. That's that's what it's about. Long term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Is Stellar the next Ripple? Oh my God! I just want to like vomit when I say something like that. Who cares what the next Ripple is? I'm not going to say Ripple's next. Why would you want to be? I mean, I'd rather have uh, Libra, right? I mean, Libra is the next. I don't. Okay, moving on. Uh, oh God, I feel faint talking about such uh, <laughs> such nonsense. Finally, let, let's go. Let's get a flashback to 2016 and the cloud mining era. Oh man, there were so many people that used to say, "Adam, I'm going to cloud mine. I'm not going to buy Bitcoin. I'm just going to cloud mine it. Look at this." And I and I was just telling, "This is ludicrous, dude. Why you did just buy it?" It's four hundred dollars. Why don't you just buy it? Why? Why do you have to go? Because people want. They want. They felt so special because they were mining supposedly. Oh, it was huge, and there were affiliate codes. It was like uh, this. Yeah, an affiliate system. The pyramids. The guy, the guy above you got paid if you bought if you sold someone something else. It was ridiculous. But there was something that came out at that time called BitClub Network. Which was supposedly you'd buy miners. It wasn't cloud mining, but it was kind of cloud mining. I don't even know what the heck it was. But at first, at the beginning of 2015 and 2016, this guy, Joby Weeks, he was a respected member of the Bitcoin community. 
And the Bitcoin community was a little bit different. Then. Everything was a little bit different then. It was before the Shemitah, <laughs> before uh, Mr. Mexico really started uh, talking about his Shemitah thing. And he, Mr. Mr. Shemitah, before he was Shemitah, uh, you know, more people associated with him. A King of the Trolls, Tone Bays did actually, this Joby Weeks character did. And, you know, King, uh, Shemitah guy hadn't gone off the deep end. So uh, I still like actually uh, read what uh, the, the Shemitah guy did talked about because he had talked about Bitcoin. And, you know, I wasn't into the drugs and the stuff that Shemitah guy was talking about, and alcohol and all that stuff. But so I, that's how I found out about Joby Weeks, I believe, uh, and Bit Club. And King of the Trolls was friends with uh, Joey Weeks. And I'll give King of the Trolls credit and Tone Bay's credit. They were saying to Joby Weeks, like, dude, this sounds too good to be true, this Bit Club thing. It sounds too good to be true. And at, at first, I also was just like, they're, you know, King of the Trolls is a respected member of the community, and Tone Bays is a respected member of the community. They like Joby, and this this isn't cloud mining exactly. So at first, I thought it wasn't a scam. I I was I did not think it was a scam at first. I was eh, you know it was still in my relatively early days, 2015, 2016, right? But soon into 2016, I made a video called "All Cloud Mining Is a Scam," <laughs> and uh, I had changed my mind about him about Joby Weeks. Now, again, he that wasn't true cloud mining. It was some other nonsense. But Tone Bays had clearly said back then that maybe Joby doesn't mean this to be a Ponzi, but there's no way, there's no way this thing is going to succeed. Well, Coindesk has a US arrest three and alleged crypto mining pool fraud scheme. Um, there's another article, uh, I think Wired that I linked to below uh, that has quotes from them just saying, from the very beginning, it, it was a scam. They, they were scamming people, uh, according to the accusations that were out there. So this Joby dude was a total liar. Um, on, on, and and for, for a few moments, I, I again, I was, I didn't get everything back in 2015. I didn't, it, it was the early days. I didn't, and I think, and, and Tone didn't think he was scamming. He said it would turn into a scam. But I mean, Tone made his initial, uh, prediction was, was was better than mine because I, I was just like well if, if tone says it isn't a scam then it isn't a scam but tone tone knew better he he knew that it would turn into a, a scam and you know he was friends with the guy and everything i i i just thought oh he must be a nice guy if he's friends with king of the trolls and then of, of course king of the trolls became king of the trolls uh shmita guy went totally berserk and you live and learn you live and learn uh you <laughs> gotta be careful with something. if something sounds too good to be true it, it usually is so much much props to tone for catching this at the very beginning. Um, this was, and again, everybody was talking cloud mining back then. It was, and I, I was very proud to, you know, back then just saying, don't cloud mine, don't get into this. Uh, I made a little mistake. I, I told, I, I, I told people just buy Bitcoin, but I said, this Joby dude, maybe, maybe this is a legitimate mining operation. I don't know. I didn't know about mining. I didn't know. I thought, but I didn't tell people to buy that darn thing. I'll tell you that. And, and once once I started, you know, preaching cloud mining is a total scam. Yeah, enough of the Joby. So um, these things, we, we have all sorts of trends, all sorts of people try to complicate things. All you got to do is just buy the real thing. Um, you can't beat the real thing, baby. Big club, not the real thing. Cloud mining, not the real thing. I'm Adam Meister. I'm the real thing. But <laughs> remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I will say hi to you guys in the chat. Click on that square right there to see uh, some old videos of mine. See ya.
This is Trace Mayer, and you're listening to Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Anyways, this is a public service announcement about the annual celebration of Proof of Keys. That's where the entire community withdraws all their Bitcoins to addresses where they hold the private keys and run a full node. So visit ProofofKeys.com to learn more about why and how you should participate. And please make a small change to your Twitter handle to show your support. Thanks.